Pablo for breakfast. On a Friday, we like to get your TV movie recommendations for the week. King of the Nerds, Adam Ross, back with us. Adam, good morning. Good to be here, Pablo. Now, don't worry, darling, at the cinemas. I think I've seen the trailer for this about 300 times. Every time I jump on YouTube, I seem to see it. Harry Styles, he's an actor now. Was he good? Uh, no. <laughs> um, now, look, I mean, don't don't worry, darling, is give or take the hottest cinematic ticket of the year. Mm. And that is much less to do. I mean, look, they cut a very intriguing trailer, but it's got less to do with that and more to do with the behind-the-scenes problems that have been publicised. So this film is directed by Olivia Wilde, who is, um, you know, has been a very successful actress and has proved herself to be a sensational director with the film Booksmart. Now, I think that that made everyone sit up and take notice, and they're like, okay, that's an incredible film out of the gate, and what is she going to follow it up with next? Now, Don't Worry Darling is, um, it paints a picture of a utopia where um you know all the women are beautiful and they're drinking cocktails and hanging around the pool and all the men are wearing three-piece suits and getting in their cadillacs and going off to work um but even from the trailer you can tell that something is not quite right this looks like a fabricated world what is going on here and so we follow the protagonist played here by florence Pugh as she starts to unpick this world and see and pulls on some strings and the whole thing starts to unravel now It is intriguing and it holds your attention because at its core it is a mystery, Um, but I really feel like this is a missed opportunity because this is a very strong film with a uh, feminist subtext and Florence has kind of been in other movies like, you know, like Black Widow and Midsummer that have had a lot to say about the female experience. And I think that she, you know, I mean, she walks away from this unscathed because she's such a sensational actress, but she's not matched with, a, a, you know, a worthy counterpart in Harry Styles. Originally, Shia LaBeouf was going to play this role, and then there's controversy about him being fired from the film, from Olivia Wilde. But Harry here looks the piece, but he just doesn't, he can't tap in and mine that thing that makes him a worthy adversary here for Florence. And so I think that it's got a bunch of good ideas, but and I look, I don't want to give anything away, but you have seen the twists and turns of this film in other better films, um, you know, things like Truman Show, The 13th Floor, even The Matrix, things like that, that, you know, like there are other films that have handled this kind of material um, a bit better. So, look, I mean, if you're still curious about it, go. I always, uh, am, you know, implore everyone to go and check things out on their own. But I think that if this was directed by a more kind of um, scathing psychological director like David Fincher and there was a better male lead in this film, that it would have been a real talking point, a real barnstorming movie. Now, See How They Run is out at the cinemas as well. Something much, much lighter. Uh, so this uh, this is a, like a quick, snappy whodunit um, set. It's kind of metatextual. So there is a murder that takes place during uh, just after a production of Agatha Christie's The Mousetrap and two detectives um, here played by Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan start investigating. And everyone here is a suspect, um, you know, from the producer to the screenwriter to the actors to the audience members. Um, and so, like, I mean... This film, you know, it's brisk and it moves quickly and it, you know, it's kind of clever in its ways. Um, I think that it could have been just like a slightly little bit better. Uh, Saoirse Ronan here is actually really funny and has excellent comic timing. And there are some really, you know, there are some really good actors in here in the supporting roles as well, you know, like Adrian Brody and Ruth Wilson. But because it's got such a kind of stacked cast of, um, and especially of suspects, not all of them get equal screen time to kind of shine. But if you do like a caper film, then I think that, yeah, you should probably go and check this one out.
Now, Netflix, there's an action out called Lou. Lou. Okay, so now, right, Liam Neeson, no matter how old he is, he can just dust off a gun and go and punch people in the face. You know, like, I mean, we seem to not question the old man action subgenre. Like, you know, you've got Clint doing it as well. You've got Sylvester Stallone doing it still, you know, in Samaritan even recently. But here, I guess we're inverting the gender here and we've got Alison Janey, uh, you know, uh, who's now an Oscar winner for I, Tonya, but her playing that teacher, you know, the, the titular Lou, and she is the hard-ass of this movie. I, look, it's kind of trashy, this movie, in ways that I liked. I, I mean, it's got a really convoluted plot. It's got some ridiculous kind of twists in it, but it knows what it is. And so, effectively, Lou is, you know, is a loner, living, uh, you know, secluded, just her and her dog, and there's a giant storm coming, uh, but when her neighbour gets in enormous trouble, uh, Lou dusts off the guns and they and they go for it. <laughs> um, so like, I mean, if you know, I think that if you are willing to, you know, if you're willing to be generous and to watch the the later films of those action stars, you should probably afford the same gratitude to this film as well. Like, you know, so like if you're going, oh, I don't know about that. If you're still watching Sylvester Stallone movies, do yourself a favour, check this one out because it's probably better than the last couple from those guys. And if you love Trashy, there's always Love is Blind, Season 3, After the Altar, Adam Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Is if that what you Pablo? We have watched that this week. I'm just going <laughs> to... The <laughs> wife and I did watch that this week. I'm not going to lie. Hey, there's better things out there, though, and thankfully we've got you to do the recommendations. Uh, check it out uh, at the cinemas and at Netflix, and, of course, we'll catch up again with you in a week's time. My pleasure. Pablo for breakfast. Triple M.